0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of Dynamics Update. This time we will be discussing 10.0.25, which is the latest release of uh, Finance and Operations and also the one that is referred to as the the uh, sp- Spring Wave, I think it's called, <laughs> yeah, or something one, like that. Spring Wave. Yeah, exactly. So one. it's it's one of the a bit bigger releases so there is a big large uh, release notes document of uh, 400 and something-ish pages perfect for friday evening with a glass of wine or something like that
1: exactly what could yes more and as you, you can it? hear
0: uh, with me as usual gustav zoom hello gustav
1: hello everyone. hello how are you doing
0: yeah, I'm. I'm fine actually. It's it's actually getting a bit uh, springish outside. Yeah, I know. Uh, when when I leave the kids at school in the morning, it's actually not pitch black. So that's <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's very
1: nice. I have the same same feeling here when I when I pick up the kids. It's it hasn't gone completely dark, which is always a good thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's get started. Um, what's your
1: first one? Well, like you said, it's a big release. It's a lot of things happening. I mean, we already mentioned last time. Um, the big changes in retail um in the architecture so we're gonna come back to that one a little bit later to reiterate because it's a very big thing happening there um I just picked up one topic from finance um I like it and I mentioned it before as well from an asset management perspective but this is the subscription billing part which is um not necessarily connected to, to assets really you can actually you could um, set up subscription billing and manage complex pricing and a lot of revenue allocation it's a it's a very nice feature i think it's very in line with how many businesses are working today with more of subscription based pricing instead of the um well the regular mo- or the regular pricing model that you have in in AX or in 365 so look into subscription billing features coming in um, if you have a lot of customers running on that model
0: Yes, yeah, so my my uh, first one is actually on a subject that we have touched a, a, a lot of times, and, and that has to do with the UI. Um, this time it has to do with saved views. We've discussed that before. Um, in this release, there is actually two specific developer features around saved views. Uh, the first one is saved view support for custom filters, which means that you can actually... Uh, use your own code to to let the user build saved views around mm-hmm. what you are customizing, which is which is good. Uh, but you can also do the opposite. You can also tell tell the system that in these cases you are not allowed to build saved views on on these specific forms. You can't fiddle with the views.
1: Yeah, and I think that's nice, right? Because then you could really, if you have a, a critical form where you you don't want to end up in like a maintenance nightmare where people build, um, <laughs> crazy designs. and you can so. Whereas if it's just a very lightweight form, you could um, opt out of it, right? And That's a feature that was that was needed.
0: Exactly, and it could could actually be a form where you actually are experiencing a lot a lot of like support cases related to this specific form due to the fact that, that the users has, has been in and, and modified it mm-hmm, yeah. and, and uh, doesn't really understand exactly what they've done. So then in, in that case, you can actually say, okay, so this is a set one. Maybe you can even like right, pre-populate saved views and tell them that, so you have three dis- different options. Your documents, all documents, and your uh, department's documents or something like that. And nothing else. That's it. You can't really do anything else
1: with it. No, that's really cool. And it's noticeable that a lot of uh, improvements are coming in this release and in this wave as well on the on the UI part. It's an upgrade of the uh, jQuery, and that's a lot of differences. It's, another one I noticed was the save use support for workspaces, uh, which is in preview still. Um, and uh, for me, workspaces. I haven't really. I think they were meant to be kind of the new, <laughs> new and improved way of working, but uh, and it is a nice thing to, to do because you have really what you need to to see to do your daily work, and um, uh, like live tiles etc. And I've, I've seen that I haven't seen it been used that heavily to be honest. Still, people are, at least me revert back to the to the old navigation. But um, and saved view support for workspaces for me is like workspace is what you really need to see. Uh, and if you need to build a saved view on that, I haven't seen the use case for it, but. Apparently, this. So, and now if you want to, you can still, at least in preview, um, support workspaces as well uh, in your, uh, well, saved views in your workspaces.
0: I think the reason why workspaces aren't that much utilized is because most of the users uh, going into FNO Mm. are actually AX users. So they are really used to how. The UI works, even though it's a web-based UI. It's it's still fairly similar to what they're used to in in AX, yeah. which means that I don't I don't think that they don't really see the point. And and also I I I mean you get you tend to get used to the UI that you're working with, and if someone comes to you and say say we can improve your UI, the the more the the first reaction is usually why. <laughs> um, it 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 works great. Why should we fix it?
1: Yeah. So. And I mean, on the other hand, I I work in DMF and uh, uh, data management all the time, and that's a workspace. So it's kind of, it depends. on yeah, what Yeah, yeah.
0: But, but <laughs> so, I mean, I'm meaning for mostly for end users. Yeah, of course. I mean, they they have. Uh, that that's one of the things that we realize when we do implementations for customers is that a lot of the existing business processes might not be optimal they may may actually be built the way they are because of of limitations in mm-hmm. previous systems but people are so used to them so they don't want to change them even if we go in and tell them that you could do it this this and this way instead and it's much much easier it goes much faster mm-hmm. yeah it, we are fine with the way it works now it's it's perfect for us yeah and and i mean we tend to re uh, not not like change that much so i guess that's why
1: Okay, is it my turn or your turn? I'm not sure. Your turn. <laughs> it's my turn. And this is um, this is a big one. This is a doozy. Um, and it's been a little bit of a buzz around it as well. The um, uh, developer tools, the ability to run custom script with zero done downtime. It's basically, uh, a lot of people are referring to it as AX uh, 2012 jobs uh, all over again. And it, that is true. Um, what, what it is, is a feature that allows you to What you need to do is you need to build um, a model, a a single model it has to be like a model of its own. You can't build it in another model that you actually have running in in production. So an isolated model, you can run a runnable class, basically, um, in that model. And you can upload and execute that package or the code within the package directly without going through LCS. So you can do it from within the application. You can execute a script. Same as a, as a as a classic X plus plus job basically, um, and you can uh, and it's a very good thing. A lot of people have been missing this from uh, not nearly just migration like scenarios where you before you go live you have to do this. You have to upload data and then you need to pro- process it. Um, the post processing um, that's where these scripts have been well, pretty good. And a lot of people are saying it's dangerous as well. It is. They They've also added. Um, uh, approval feature here or some kind of um, segregation of duties where if you upload the script or the, the package That user that uploads cannot also execute the package. So you have to have at least two uh, two accounts I was gonna say two people, you know, uh, it's gonna be a lot of Double accounts running out there where you have an upload account and you have an execution account, but um, point is I mean this is a very good tool because it can save you in cases where you uh, you shouldn't have to end up in that situation anyway you could argue but it's also it's clearly um, there has been a need for it um, you should you could do this uh, already today you could just build a runnable class and just deploy it and be able to reuse it and if you if you have a need to build stuff that you have to rerun you should not maybe do it this way but it's it's a I'm gonna have a little bit of fun running and testing with it, and it might save some occasions, um, some situations where you don't, you don't really want to go through the full deployment cycle, or you you don't want downtime to um, to run it. But um, it's also a little bit dangerous, so bear that in mind when you do it.
0: I mean, from my perspective, I get scared when I hear hear this. <laughs> but we actually have a developer on one of our projects, who whose only comment to this was
1: with great powers comes great responsibility (laughs) exactly yeah and that is true i mean uh, that's why yeah the the, the segregation of duties is a good thing of course but and uh, i'm i imagine that this will be run more frequently at some uh, customers than others um depending on the on the usage but um yeah let's see but it but it is dangerous and and it does require it it's it does require a lot of thought before you run it. Um, it has, of course, still tracking. Uh, you're, you're able to see who executed it and who uploaded it, etc. But that doesn't help you when, when someone has run a, a malfunctioning script in production.
0: Yep. And um, another wa- thing also sort of related to, to um, uh, views and, and grids and um, uh, forms uh, is something called opt-out of individual grids from typing ahead of the system. So uh, what that actually is, is that you have been able before to change the the capability of, of a form so that instead of validating every single field, as, as is uh, in, in some cases usual, you can actually uh, change the option so that it actually validates when you're done with the line. It validates mm-hmm. the entire row at the same time, uh, mm-hmm. for performance re- reasons, of course, because it takes performance to validate every single cell. Mm-hmm. But instead, we do a performance. So, for instance, when you when you are in a call center and you're receiving uh, orders by phone and so on, you don't want the delay of validating every single cell. Yeah. Uh, and and that is uh, that is an options that that you have been able to set before. Uh, what you can do now now as a developer, you can actually disable uh, this, so you can actually, the same as you can do with the saved views, you can actually, as a developer, uh, restrict this option on a, on a form. Mm-hmm. So you can tell them that uh, this form needs to be validated, or this form does not need to be validated. You can do that on a hard uh, rule, so to speak.
1: Okay. Yeah, and I mean, there's, there's a lot of features coming here, so maybe we'll have to come back to some of these in 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 next in next version podcast. But um, just to pick one from supply chain management, uh, still a lot of work going into them to the scale units, the ability to. To push to push out more work basically to the on uh, the independent scale units is coming in i noticed that one feature is for Gs1 uh, barcodes um, the format standards this sounds boring but it's a very large um, standard being used um, all over the world so the, the standard possibility to, to use those i think is as well um, well expected and um, uh, well and another is for hazardous materials enhancements i think this is also something that's very only catering to the logistics crowd here but um, it's it's fun to see that a lot, a lot of like good features coming into to each release and everything is being pushed away to the scale unit as well so uh, nice to see
0: my next one is actually a bit split between the wave release and the 10.0.25 release because it's they are sort of related and um, and that is uh, the fact that Nintendo Terminal Twenty Five will get uh, Paypa- PayPal card checkout support in e-commerce, mm-hmm. which is a, a sort of a modern feature. Um, and in conjunction with that, we will also get full support for uh, Google Pay and Apple Pay in uh, in the cash register mm-hmm. solution. And, and that's, I think, that's that's really cool as well because that really makes it. I mean. A, it, it modernizes the entire system so that we are able to to it it's makes it more attractive to to customers yeah
1: I absolutely and, I, and on that topic on commerce we mentioned it last time as well that it's we can't reiterate it enough i think the changes to the commerce um, sdk and, and the whole framework specifically mpos and and the uh, the applications um there will there is already in preview a new store commerce app uh, it's on windows store i haven't seen it on android yet i, I it's coming and i think it's part of the, it's, it is part of this release i just haven't seen that app yet in, on the play store but it's I, th- I think i haven't seen the actual um deadline for the existing ampuls but now it's in the documentation 10.0.3232 will be the last or um, the, until that release, MPOS will be um, supported, the existing MPOS, and after that, it will only be the store commerce app. So it's encouraged to kind of look into your transitioning there uh, to make sure that you don't end up in uh, a non supported MPOS application.
0: Yeah, that's um, that's really important as well.
1: Yeah, and there's a very good white paper on it as well. So I implore you to read through it. It goes through all of the Changes in packaging that we already discussed before with the seal application, etc. But um, uh, more and more features will be coming into the store commerce app, and it, it makes sense to to use the native app. A lot of mobile device scenarios are enabled as well, where you can um, instead of using or relying on a hardware station, you can use the native um, capabilities of your device by using a, a native app, basically the store commerce app. So it'll be fun to look into that in the coming releases to see how, how well it it. Um, how well it evolves um, and i can just take my last topic here from like the top ones at least while we're on the retail or commerce topic and it's uh, some improvements to the statement posting functionality and um one of the most or <laughs> well, if not the most critical like heartbeat um scenario in, in retail solution where with the statement postings and some some very nice features here to to improve uh, depending on if you're using trickle feed or not but um You're able to disable the clear statement functionality because that might corrupt some of your statement postings uh, And some new features on how to reserve inventory, so look into those um, And also another very small like detailed one on the disabled counting required Where you're able to kind of it's all it all boils down to automation, right? You want to automate as much statement posting as much as you can and if you're always running into some of these issues where um, the system is preventing you to post but from a business perspective you're really allowing this it's just the system doesn't align with your, with your business here um, there, a lot of new features have come to, to make sure that the system kind of aligns to that so you can tweak it, um, a lot of features on the parallel statement, statement posting um, performance settings etc on how to go through all of these transactions and really put them in the books
0: Yes, um, I also want to mention that there are a couple of really, really big features in the release notes for the uh, 2022 r- release wave of one. Uh, one of them is uh, the supply chain insights, which is a, a big push towards AI driven supply, ch- supply chain intelligence, so to speak. Uh, and also one of the ones that i know that my uh, colleague tobias is really really happy about <laughs> and that is the intelligent order management yeah. which is also coming which is also a big thing that is actually i wouldn't really say that it's it's like a an fno feature it's more like a, a system wide feature
1: yeah it's one of the convergence it runs, it runs on dataverse right it's set yeah
0: exa- uh... exa- exactly and it and it also involved uh, a lot of the, uh, I think it also involved a lot of the CRM features yeah. as well. So, so, uh, but it's it's one of the those big, really big uh, things that you, they are they are testing right now, which is I think is is going to be a, a a cool thing. Yeah, it
1: looks really cool.
0: It's it's sort of the the same thing that we when we discussed in the AI uh, episode mm-hmm. that they are actually building. Very detailed scenarios on how to use these these uh, AI features, yeah. which which will will which will be, I mean, with a very big focus to uh, customer uh, to for the customer good, so to speak, that mm-hmm. that they actually will will be able to use it in a very logical way directly. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't actually have that much more. No,
1: I mean we could go on and on with all the releases coming in in the uh, well first wave or spring wave or <laughs> what you want to call it. Uh, but um, from this version, I I think this was these were the ones I could pick out as well. And uh, I mean the, the big one being the, the ability to upload jobs, of course, and a lot of uh, retail still um, functionality still coming. So I implore you to make sure to be um, on track with what's coming in the release wave.
0: And I also want to. Uh, give a quick reminder that that looking at the release notes for release wave 1 it's important to understand that some of these features are actually coming now mm. some of the features are actually not coming right away they might might even be pushed to the next big release but but uh, with that being said i mean at least you know what to plan for and that's a good thing i think exactly yes all right Thank so you. um thank you for this evening thank you Uh, take care have a nice time till the next time bye 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 bye